Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Real Good Show is back once again. Episode 12. How did we make it this far? No one knows. It's America's best, worst Canadian sports podcast. The podcast that, for the life of it, cannot get blocked by Jalen Rose on Twitter. I'm Justin Morissette, and with me, as always... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And I have to say, I am very proud of myself today. Because uh, I got blocked by Jalen Rose. I beat both of you. Potentially moments before the show. Like, we don't know when it happened. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, it could have been right before the show, but we were actually, I got a chance to check. And to my knowledge, I'm sure I've been blocked, but to my knowledge, this is the only person that I've ever been blocked by on Twitter. And I still don't know how I did it ahead of you guys, especially yeah. Stefan, the Twitter the Twitter guru. I mean, here. yours was the only one that included like a cultural reference of some kind. That's that and him, like a math problem. Yeah, that too, made like. him not only do math, but also have like a sports awareness of a sport other than basketball. Yeah, I like the idea that he actually had to sit there and add 61 plus 20. And he got like really excited. He's like, oh, where's this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Well, maybe he didn't even know. He like Googles Roger Maris's home run record. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he hasn't, Colin. He hasn't had that much excitement since like the kids uh, like paper sheet that goes down at a restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that with the crayons. Yes, talking exactly. About? Okay, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's yeah. like that's a good for you, though, right? It's yeah, a good exactly. for you. For yeah, getting th- oh, by. thank you. I mean, I guess it's like a yeah, it's like a semi good for you. And you got off this yeah. week i didn't make fun of your uh yeah your intro because it was just it was, i mean it was wrong we made, well we it made was it, incorrect we made it through on the first try though so that's, that's true well as, as, as far as our listeners know yeah yeah. As, yeah exactly as far as our listeners know we made it through on the first try yeah. every time we didn't take 20 times what yeah we, no we we didn't though yeah but our, you know as, as far as our listeners yes yeah absolutely yeah I, we get yes, it right every and time. yeah Yes. That was really, You're a yeah. professional, Justin. <laughs> you get it right every single time. Yeah. I'm wearing a shirt right now, as far as our listeners Yeah, know, we are definitely so. not recording in the nude as we watch Monday Night Football. That is Look not Look at those happening. nipples. Is that a stack of dimes on there, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, good for you, John. Actually you. getting blocked by Jalen Rose. Thank you. I, I feel was, good about it. I feel like I have to step up my own personal creativity now to, to try and... Uh, and match that. I, block. I just tweeted eighty-one at him like fifty times. Yeah, I'm I think like, you're all within the it. same tweet though. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're gonna get it. It's yeah. not like you're pestering him eighty-one times. In no, a row. I could though. I could yeah. do 81, 81, 81 times. Yeah, and he's like counting each time, motherfucker. <laughs> if this is eighty-one times, yeah, that'd be dope. I think you should do that. That'd be fun. Okay, I, I will. Do I've that. now I, I've been blocked uh, as much as Derek Rose's career has been blocked by his wonky knees. <laughs> oh. Pretty well. That's right. I don't think Derek Rose is going to listen to our show Ding. anymore. <laughs> well, I don't care. That's fine. Well, if you are a celebrity listening to our show, we would love to have you on as a guest. Yeah, anytime. Uh, and hopefully the technology will work to do that properly next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you who, who struggled through episode 11, thank you for doing Justin, that. Justin, good for you and for editing that. good for you that. for editing yeah. that. Yeah. Because you edited the hell out of that. I like, you saved that episode. Yeah. yeah. I did. Well, it was too funny for it to be like an episode lost in time. 
Well, but, and it, I mean, that's the thing, right? I mean, the people wanted the Drance episode so badly yeah. that you had to edit it perfectly. He was a, a demanded and high demand yeah, guest. Yeah, absolutely. He was so demanded we didn't tell anyone <laughs> Yeah, so it was over. So if you are a celebrity or just a writer of some repute, <laughs> please come join us. If you're in a band us. that could have played the Grey Cup halftime <laughs> show. Absolutely. We'd love to have you Send an email to Real Good Pod. Real Good well, I, I just I liked Andrew Sieslak after, uh, after Drance tweeted out, like, big thanks to Real good show for having me on and andrew's just like this is the guest Ugh. <laughs> you made him sound so important yeah well that's the whole thing that's how you sell guests you're like ah oh, this is gonna be really good you guys are gonna love it so by lying like, oh. I mean, well i think yeah. for vancouver <laughs> listeners he is a guest of some uh, of some repute and i don't i feel like we're burying him right now no after he, he was great three he was hours wonderful. coming on our yeah. show well, last to be week. fair i buried him on the show it's yeah. true you guys were afraid to do that but I'll, i did it right to his face <laughs> So I think that gives me license to do it here now while he's gone. <laughs> well, that's just another... Did you go to Puck Talks? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Did you? Uh as far as my as the listeners know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to be there. I, following it on Twitter, it seemed like it was a great event, but uh, Probably. Uh, my girlfriend, the fabled uh, Crosby Skates, had some people in town from Alberta this weekend, so... I kind of had to be around for that. We haven't done the girlfriend, uh, the breakup breakdown, yeah, yeah. which I guess we kind of just did. I guess we'll check in on that. Yeah. We are still together. Yeah. And Miracle. I can, and I can say she told me uh, like a week ago that if she wanted to get breast reduction surgery, that the government would pay for it. And my response was, God damn it, Harper, enough is enough. <laughs> so get on out there and vote, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I strongly encourage it. This has been Breakup Breakdown. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for next week's Breakup Breakdown. This has now. been the reduction junction. Yeah. This has been the, the penultimate Breakup Breakdown because next week's is going to be the last. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that many women that have had breast reduction surgery, but I can say all of them love when it's talked about, especially on a by men on yeah, a podcast. By men on something that's public. My prediction of episode 18 is going to be is looking real sharp right now. It's looking real sharp. Oh, God. Well, six more segments like that. You, you and Drake know. have something in common because he has that line where he raps about like he won't pay for he won't pay for no reduction. Okay. So same as you. Well, but yeah, I technically I won't be paying for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I could afford to pay for so it. So how does anyway. that work? Is it like, because I want to <laughs> obviously know more about this. So is it like, if you're if it's determined that it's like a medical issue or whatever, like you have back pain it's or like stuff like that, then, you can, then it's medical. covered. I, yeah. I think so. I, okay. I mean, I didn't really press too hard on it beyond my <laughs> Stop Harper joke, really. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty much. That oh, was did you did you make that phone. joke to her? Yeah, as well? I did. Also, okay, yeah. oh, so okay. she's okay. Okay, yeah. so maybe she's okay with it. Hopefully, I mean, she said she was. But <laughs> I guess we'll did find you, out. Did you yeah. vet it after? You're like, are you okay if I tell this to a bunch of strangers on my podcast? Uh, I'm sure of all of the stories I could have told from this past week, that that's one of the better ones. But uh, John, you you had a an eventful weekend also. I did, yeah. So um, why weren't you at is, Puck Talks? Like, well, I wasn't at Puck Talks because I was in a curling tournament, which I did say on the podcast again to Thomas's face that I wasn't going to be able to be there, 
And uh, I guess are we into good for you already? Because uh, I know we were with the Jalen Rose. We kind of went out thing. and then. Yeah. I mean, it, basically, this has been a nonstop good for you so far. Yeah. So with, we'll with a breakup breakdown in between, we're yeah. pretty flexible with our. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we'll just uh, we'll take the good, we'll keep that good for you train rolling, um, and we will. Uh, yeah, my curling team uh, won the curling tournament we were in this weekend. So I guess good for me. Um, yeah, it was nice to uh, nice to get the win. Um, I've, uh, I've won this tournament twice now, so it's, it was our first tournament of the year. So yeah, yeah always good, good to start with a win and double bonus. Good for you. I also got a corneal ulcer. So <laughs> congratulations to me. Couldn't go to work today. And, uh, ironically, this is the second corneal ulcer I have had. And they both happened immediately after this curling tournament ended. I, f- I feel like that's good for you. Just is that, is that ironic though? Or? Into a I don't know if it's ironic you. or if it's just shitty. I think it's just like a coincidence. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it's, it's ironic. Like funny... But I was using the Alanis Morissette definition. Oh, okay, so like the yeah. wrong. Definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, isn't it ironic? Wait, wow, wait. it's always good to get it out of the way. Yeah. Real early. Well, you had you had the Harper joke, but that's cheating because you practiced that joke. Yeah, well, I also forgot what the word for placemats earlier. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know the paper things on the table, whatever. Yeah, you uh, did forget that. Well, you were well, making fun of someone. That's why I had to be for, like yeah. the thing that you color on with the crayons because <laughs> I wasn't sure what, exactly what you were talking about. Did you remember the word for placemats? I know what placemats are called. Yeah. I knew what it was. I didn't. I just didn't want to save you. I wanted to see you flounder a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't even know whether you were talking about placemats or menus. Coincidentally, or like some we're restaurants all you go sitting to at a table right now that's covered in placemats. Well, but not but, ones you could draw on. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like sometimes you go to the restaurant too, where they have like the the like paper tablecloth. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. can just draw on it or whatever. I was thinking. So more I wasn't like sure Red if you were Robin talking. style. Yeah. Yeah, where it's got like, like the puzzles checkered. and stuff. Oh, on yeah. it. puzzles. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I love I personally would love that. There's nothing I hate more than waiting for a meal with, <laughs> with puzzle free. Well, so. this has been uh Justin Flounders for this week. <laughs> Good for you. Um, but what what is a corneal ulcer? So How does that happen? Uh so basically I wear contacts uh occasionally, wear glasses mostly, but contacts when I'm playing sports and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so curling is a contact was wait- sport. Uh, oh, oh wow. my god, that was good actually. That was actually quite that was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> that was it was like one of those where you think at first you're like, oh, that's really bad, just because it's yeah. coming out of Justin's mouth. And it's like a pun, you know? but like on the fly, but like that, you're like, that was okay. impressive. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I, I like that. One. It is a contact sport. Yeah, yeah okay. very good. That's you got nice. your floundering out of the way and just swimming now. I- <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, I was trying to think of like a little mermaid. The funny thing is come. my girlfriend works at like an eye clinic. So if she made it through the breakup breakdown this week, she's just screaming at her radio right now. She's about loving what a corneal ulcer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what it is, is basically uh, it happens mostly to contact wearers. And basically if you wear contacts too often, um, or it's like a bad pair of contacts or whatever, then you can, it basically wears a hole in your cornea. And then if you have bacteria on your hands, which of course is like everyone has bacteria on their hands and you rub your eye, it can get into the hole. And then usually most people who don't wear contacts, that bacteria will just be washed away by like tears or whatever. But if you wear contacts, they almost act like a band aid and they trap the bacteria in that like 
eroded area of your cornea. So this one was a mild one, thankfully. The one I had before, I almost lost my vision. Well, we were we were also very nervous today that the podcast taping was going to be delayed because of like a potential pink eye out. Yeah, there. exactly. I know, and it's like the. <laughs> The thing is, like, no, like, pink eye was already bad, and then after knocked up, it just got way worse. With like, like the all poop, the guys, yeah. yeah, where like they were farting on each other. Well, pillows. also after like how much we made fun of Bob Costas for having pink eye like a few months ago, I feel like you, yeah, it would have been inviting that. Yeah, yeah. So thankfully, it's just a corneal ulcer, not contagious. I can have you guys here, yeah. and um, yeah. So thankfully, this one's in the top corner of my eye, well away from my pupil, because basically, if you get a corneal ulcer on your pupil, you can lose your vision. Oh, really? Um, so my last one was an eighth of an inch away Jeez. from me losing my vision yeah. so yeah it was really bad the, the last one i had was really bad i had to sleep with glue in my eyes at night it was crazy well uh this has I, been ulcer update <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i've got my uh you've got we've got our finger on the pulse <laughs> the ulcer pulse yeah exactly <laughs> uh well yeah it's a bit of a bit of a rough start to the show so far i don't have anything good that happened to me this week really that's um, fine. And Stefan, do you? Anything good? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Okay. Yeah. So, so no good for you. But if you feel bad for me and my corneal ulcer, please feel free to donate to myself and the show <laughs> at www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow. And nobody did that in the last week, which Fuck your you. time is running out if you want to join the Lucas Beasley Memorial Reverse Hockey Pool. You have about a week and a half. Like, we haven't decided the exact date for if the you're, draft. If you're but. already in the pool, you will receive an email at some point this week trying to set up a draft time. So you, look You'll get to, to play that. fantasy sports with us. My dad's in the pool. Yes. Paul Heck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else is in the pool? Famous people. Barack Obama's in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Obama's really looking forward to it. Uh, Mike Fail, uh, Chetwin celebrity, is in the pool. Absolutely. Also. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people. So it's going to be a lot of fun and the draft going down soon. So be sure to sign up for that. Uh, speaking of rough starts to things, th- th- this intro to the show, not nearly as bad as the beginning of the season thus far. For the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, here we go. Nice, Look good what segue. I Look did there. That was quite the segue. That was much Pro more right graceful here. than the press conference that they held last week. Well, you did like a double segue Late there. last week. Uh, because they, they have, uh, you know, things have not gone well for them since they won the Stanley Cup back in June. More specifically, things have not gone well. Uh, well, I don't know if it's not going well for him, you know? It's tough to like talk. I mean, he's not the one we should be concerned yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. one should yeah. be concerned about how things are going for him. Patrick Kane is who we're talking about here, and this has been going on for a while, and we've chosen not to talk about it on the program because this is ostensibly a comedy show, and uh, really this is kind of a depressing story of which there's not a lot of gold to be mined here. However... Uh, Patrick Kane is uh, under investigation, facing uh, rape allegations, and I, like, look, a lot of people are saying that you know you can't, you, got, you can't pass judgment on whether he did it yet or not because the, it's still under investigation. Um, but I don't feel like we reserve that right with like basketball players. Honestly, well, to me, the most depressing thing is how anytime someone tweets something. Mild, even like mildly critical of Patrick Kane, people would be like, "Oh, she's like a gold digger. Like she's just doing this for the money." Like, well, which it's, who, who, we don't even know who she is, which is great. I'm very th- glad that we don't. Yeah, nothing's been dug up on her because is, yeah, because that's like you know, it, it's 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 difficult enough for women to step up with rape allegations against powerful men. Everybody paints it as this thing where they're just digging for money, like you said, when really all they're doing is like inviting they want like, to do that. All they're doing is inviting. <laughs> 
harassment from the absolute most horrible yeah, people, people digging up stuff on them and like why would you bring that on yourself voluntarily yeah right? there's easier ways to make money yeah i think yeah um but uh you know i feel like the kobe bryant allegations like it's it's almost a punchline to acknowledge that kobe is a rapist even though that case got settled out of court yeah and ben roethlisberger yeah ben, ben, yeah ben, creep yeah ben roethlisberger also whereas like hockey is like you know, our our guys don't do that. We well, yeah, they a, pride themselves on that. Sport. Yeah, well, it's like anytime there's all those, it kind of reminds me of those like memes where it's like, oh, like LeBron had a cramp. Here's Gregory Campbell playing on like one leg. Yeah, LeBron gets carried off the court yeah. and Campbell plays on a broken leg or whatever, which there is For like... For one shift. Which yeah. So, I mean, let's be honest. There yeah. is like an element of racism <laughs> to those sort of memes. Oh, absolutely. I feel like there's an air of racism also in like the reluctance to be like hockey players do bad things. Yeah, I have sure. no problem saying fuck you, Patrick Kane. I'll yeah. say it. Yeah. I'll be the first. We can be the first podcast like, we to don't say, listen... Go fuck yourself. We don't know if he is a rapist or not, but we do know that it don't tracks care. with his like documented behavior yeah. over the last decade of being in the spotlight, well, essentially. And he comes out at the Stanley Cup parade and basically says, like, oh, everyone thinks I cleaned up my image. Nope, didn't do that. I'm going to just go wild this summer or whatever. So... That was great. Yeah. Like really great follow up to that, like basically admittance of being an asshole. Yeah. Like he's just a huge party animal and like Yeah. He's the villain of an eighties movie about a ski competition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, oh yeah, ski. He school. wants to shut down the community center. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's pretty much exactly who he has been for many, many years now. In, an am- in a way that's like amusing to read about on Deadspin, but when, ab- it, when it goes this far, just, if you yeah. knew someone like that in your life, yeah, and yeah, it, it the kind of pre-established pattern of behavior that we've seen from him that we've kind of excused is like, oh, what a lovable scamp who's yeah. great at hockey. Uh, yeah, it's crossed the line into just real fucking dour criminal behavior. He's yeah, like I, I'll say it, Patrick Kane is probably a rapist. Does anyone not believe? <laughs> Does anyone oh not believe that he did it? Like, I, I'm going to stay out of this one in terms of, <laughs> like... <laughs> well, well him, he himself pretty well admitted guilt by accident in the oh, press conference. That was, conference that was, that that was just him being, He doesn't seem like the smartest guy in the world. I don't no, so, no, not at all. And I believe the exact quote was that when all of the facts come to light, I will be absolved of having done nothing wrong. The, the classic yeah. double negative admission. Yes. <laughs> I will be proven to have done everything wrong. Yeah, pretty bad. Well, yeah. and then the, Bla- think- the official Blackhawks Twitter account tweeted out that quote, but they edited it. So it was just, once all the facts come to life, I'm confident I will be absolved. Yeah. Of just hack the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, too, like, really, regardless of what's uh, of the whole, like, innocent, guilty thing, I think the thing that a lot of people are having problems with is him being at training camp. And yeah. yeah, at a press all. conference yeah. and all that kind Front of stuff. Front and center. Like, and it's not that hard to suspend him, even with pay. I don't think yeah. that's unfair. Yeah, well, you've got, like, men's rights activists on Twitter being like, you can't impose on his rights like that. Yeah, until you he's absolutely guilty. can. Yeah, yeah. it's like a 100%. privately run company. Like, yeah. 100% you can. If, this was, if these allegations were made against either of us three gentlemen, we wouldn't be working. No. We wouldn't necessarily well, be fired. But we I wouldn't mean, be Stephen's, at work anyways. Yeah. Unemployed, but... Yeah. I mean, I basically am too, but... <laughs> yeah, but but if it happened to me, I would be out of work. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, 
it doesn't make sense. And then it puts the Blackhawks players in a really weird position too. Like Taves, I think, is a very smart individual and he's had to basically choose between like, you know, like selling out his friend that he's obviously like been close with for years or, or not necessarily selling out, but you know what I mean? Like kind of going with, well, he's probably guilty or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or... Uh, you know, or basically like not saying anything and then people getting mad. Like it's just a really tough situation for him uh, and, and anyone else on the team. Like it just doesn't make sense to put the entire team and organization in that position. It well, doesn't they- make sense to allow Kane to be there when these allegations are being investigated. You know, it, it just it's just bizarre that yeah. they would do that and hold a special press conference. Like, like why? Okay, and then well, not answer any questions. It's yeah. like, I just want to focus the, on hockey. The it's full like, well, press conference here? was just him making a statement saying, you know, apologies to the team, apologies to my teammates, apologies to the fans that I have uh, created these distractions. But this distraction will go away and we can get back to hockey. Yeah. By the way, Patrick Kane, hockey is the distraction, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the press conference is the distraction. Yeah, like, and because they they didn't take any questions whatsoever, and then immediately, like, not even like took an intermission and came back as soon as he was off stage, they brought out like Stan Bowman and Quenville, and like it was like press conference begins. Here we go, season season getting underway. Obviously, every single reporter in attendance tried to ask about the rape allegations because that is what you've been brought there to cover, given that that was what the press conference was about first. And every single answer was, "I'm no comment. I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. So, absolute uh, disastrous press conference for both the Blackhawks and really the NHL. Like, totally. Yeah, they Why are they not stepping in and as it, well? Not only did they not step in, but like, Bill Daly also said that, oh, you know what? The Hawks are like completely 100% in the right to handle this matter in this way. Like, so it's basically signed off on, on going about your business like this, which yeah. there's no, until this is like settled, I don't want to see Patrick Kane on the ice. No. He's like, never mind the fact that he should be booed out of the building everywhere they play. He shouldn't be playing. He got cheered. At their first, at their open practice, well, four thousand yeah. people. But yeah. like they had Ray Ray Rice supporters involved. Like every oh yeah, it's, it's crazy. Going to be yeah. I'd like to think if there was like if something happened with like a Canucks player, I think we would all well, but, I mean, John Bert- would definitely. But, but like but I, hate I don't them know. Already, Bertuzzi had his supporters. You know, not that, that not that that's off the ice. That's like the 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 full extent of bad you can go on the ice. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, in terms of criminality. Yeah. Uh, and he he had plenty of ardent supporters. For sure, yeah. Um, you know, I, I kind of stood by him, but I was also a stupid high schooler. Yeah, so. I think I was 14 years yeah. old. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know any better at that point. But, uh, you know, I I mean, yeah, I would hope that, uh, that people would be able to see something like that in, in terms of their favorite team and be able to separate their fandom from you know fucking real life yeah. base criminality essentially yeah. uh but it, uh, often it doesn't like you and not it's not just like you know violence against women it's like vehicular manslaughter drinking and driving guys like danny heatley or craig mctavish like you always think when you look back on cases like that or even like ray lewis for yeah. example like that's really fucked up how he didn't go to jail but you know when you're good enough at sports, things just tend to go away for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not right, but it happens yeah. always, every single time, just about. 
if you're yeah. if you are at like a high enough level. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with him, like for a training camp. Well, if and, the league I mean, is going to like wisen up at any point, yeah. like this is it's kind of spinning out of control on them. It's I won't say it's at the level of like a Roger Goodell. Um, you know, misstep yeah. uh, in terms of media scrutiny. Not that it's not that big of a mistake. It just doesn't get that level of coverage because, you know, by and large, the people who are speaking out against this are, uh, you know, bloggers. Official yeah. media sources are largely, and a lot of people did criticize the the uh, press conference. So I can't yeah. say that that's entirely true. But, uh, you know, you see people like Pierre Lebrun writing pieces about how oh, it's so difficult to be an NHL player because... Social media is yeah. so dangerous. Like, man, Twitter has nothing to do with being yeah. a rapist, okay? Like, fuck off with that. It's just, and this isn't funny. It's not funny. No. <laughs> and this is supposed to be a comedy show. Uh, and that's largely why we didn't address this, but it was the biggest story in hockey it this was. week. We had to talk about it. And also, it we point. have a platform where we, you know, have the opportunity to say the right thing about things. And I feel like we would be remiss if we just completely avoided talking yeah. about this. Um, but we can change gears right now and talk about something that is funny, if you'd rather. We could do that. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, we, we've made we've, our we we've made our kind point. Of talked about that. Yeah, yeah that's good yeah. enough. We won't talk about it again unless we have to. Unless so yeah. don't Something make us else. do it, NHL. The only, Get your shit together. We only, don't want to talk about it anymore. The only funny, real like funny quote that came out of that press conference was the president of the Blackhawks during the most tone deaf press conference of all time, explicitly saying. I am not tone deaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's basically uh, that's basically admitting that you are tone deaf. Yeah. Essentially, that's yeah. pretty much exact. If you have to say I am not tone deaf, yeah, you're tone deaf. You got a problem. Yeah, because the daggers came out on that mid press conference. They were getting shredded by basically everyone that was in the room to yeah. cover that. Which oh, is yeah. good. That's exactly what you would hope. Oh, and, that, and that's the one good thing that has come out of this too is it's the the Blackhawks like beat writers and stuff have been just shaming, like just shitting all over them and basically saying they're screwing up and whatever. Well, and and it's not just the Blackhawks. Like the LA Kings have basically fucked up the way they've handled oh, the pretty much thing, every yeah. single one of their controversies over the last year, whether it's Slava Voinov or Mike Richards. Like yeah. they are 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 uh, you know falling backwards into doing the right thing like being forced into it yeah um and uh, yeah hopefully the league will will step in and do something about this because it's not going to go away you can't just uh, say that we're going to continue on as normal because it's not normal you're you're yeah. being investigated for one of the most serious crimes you can commit uh so you know if you think you're just going to continue on you're fucking stupid buddy which you know we've we've gone over it patrick kane is fucking stupid that's one of the things that made him lovable but uh, not, not so much yeah. anymore. And, uh, yeah, we'll move on from that into Major League Baseball because it's been a little while since we've talked about the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays. And they continue to roll. Uh, they do, yeah. And it, they, they had a fan who was so fired up. I'm, like, I can't, I can't wait to see what the playoffs are going to be like for the Jays yeah. this time around. Because can, can I read the headline for you this? You certainly can. You have a fan base that's waited – Two decades to be back in the postseason. More than two decades now. And uh, some people apparently can't contain their excitement. They just can't wait for the playoffs to arrive because, Stefan, take it away. Uh, here's the headline. Pantsless dude rips children's urinal off wall, floods Blue Jays stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need a news story after yeah, that. Yeah, you don't even The headline is it. the story. The headline is everything. Which, yeah. there are a few things we can talk about. First of all, 
That takes a lot of strength. I, I personally don't think I could rip a yeah. urinal off of a wall. Yeah. Maybe a ch- well, that's children's a, urinal. I don't know. Maybe that still looks like to just rip it off the wall. It's like yeah, there's like piping. There's some serious yeah. like. I wonder weight. if he kind of like fell in. You'd have to. You couldn't like pull it off. You'd almost have to kind of like slam I don't know, maybe it. Maybe he's like a weightlifting strong man. Yeah, have to be. Well, uh, he was super drunk too, so he had all the the drunken strength. Yeah, the drunk things. strength. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Also, think how dirty your hands would be after that. Ugh, to just Especially touch a, a kid's urinal, too, because yeah. the kids oh, are peeing all over the urinal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Cathal Kelly reported on this on Twitter as it was uh, going it's down. Cahal. Cahal. All right, whatever. <laughs> I hate that guy. That's yeah, what, so that, do I. that <laughs> so, was the whole thing. Uh, Who's named that? You know what I mean? Like, fuck, Ka- like just Catheter change it. Kelly. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he reported this, this on Twitter. If this 1970s podcast, we'd be like, Kathy Kelly. Rogers Center elevator <laughs> apparently snafued by well-lubricated fan who pulled urinal off while flooding the elevator shaft. Catch the Jays fever. Well, there's more detail from a fan down he, in the article, says, too. Further to urinal gate, drunken Rogers Center fan was half naked as he pulled <laughs> urinal off while the wrong half. So wearing a t-shirt, but no well, yeah, bottom. He, he, well, pulled, he pulled his whole pants yeah, down because to he wanted to commit to the theme yeah. of going in a children's urinal, yeah. which is to pull your pants all the way down to the floor yeah. when you're using the urinal. But Absolutely. someone someone did tweet, condescending Jay at Twitter says, drunk man fell asleep taking a leak, pulled the urinal off the wall and flooded the upper concourse of Rogers Center. So, so he fell asleep and then fell into it because you couldn't, you can't pull it off when you're asleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he must have fallen into the... And it's a lower-down urinal because it's a kid's urinal. So he, he must have been a big guy, and he slammed into the urinal somehow at and just the right angle. And falling weight just I'm torqued assuming. it yeah, right it, off. Yeah, it must have, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's, uh, I want to know if a kid was peeing at the time. Oh, I hope so. That'd be even <laughs> You funnier. hope a kid was peeing? <laughs> it just would be hilarious. That's even funnier. I mean, Sky Dome is such a piece of shit that it doesn't shock me at all that like one urinal being ripped off the wall would flood and, like the entire stadium. And this wasn't the cheap seats. This is in the 500 level, which I'm assuming is that the is cheap the cheap seats. seats. Oh yeah, yeah, the cheapest of the cheap that seats. That is it. Um, so yeah, that that was fun times. Well, that does remind me of my favorite sports-related urinal story, uh, which is <laughs> this is a Deadspin story from a few years ago, and I'll read the headline as well. Uh, world's saddest Nets fan shits into urinal while vomiting. <laughs> oh and there's a, and have you guys God. seen this photo? No, I don't want to. You have to see it. No, I don't. It's so funny. No. Yeah. All right. All right. Show me. Show okay. me. Show me. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds. It's wonderful. Oh, I can't unsee that. Oh. It's so great. Oh. His vomit was like blood red. Yeah. Also. <laughs> oh. Good God. Hopefully. Oh, it would have made like I don't know why he wasn't sitting in. I mean, he's drunk, obviously, yeah. but you could sit in I the toilet to and sleep on the That's floor. That's fucking gross. <laughs> there was someone throwing up, a kid throwing up in the sink when I went to an L.A. Kings game once. Uh, the not, smell of puke in public yeah, is just bad. disgusting. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, you don't you don't need to see that. I like even if you can just smell like the sawdust yeah. that they bust out. Oh, you that's know worse. Because yeah. no, then it brings just, you back to yeah. your like grade two memories when like some idiot kid in your class just threw up on the floor, <laughs> and then you're just like, oh god. And then the janitor has to come, and you're it, they just don't they don't take you out of the class. So just smells until the janitor comes. Then it still kind of smells, but also like sawdust. Uh, now, speaking of Ugh. the Blue Jays, we can move on to a CFL story. What? Uh, Why? Our fa- famous, we famously cover the CFL yeah. here on we the all, show. We oh, love yeah. the this CFL. This is like a story about how stupid the CFL is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sort of related to the Blue Jays also. Okay. Because uh, the Toronto Argonauts, who also play in the Rogers Center, 
are being forced to move a series of home games due to, to pent due to potential Blue Jays conflicts. Now, what this story boils down to, essentially, is that the Toronto Argonauts, and they are perhaps not alone in feeling this way, (laughs) never even considered the possibility in their scheduling that the Blue Jays could make the playoffs this year. Yeah, me neither. Well, it's true. Like, I don't blame the Argonauts for that. Right, I mean, it's Toronto sports. It's the Blue Jays. I mean, why, why, like, you know, hedge your bets and be like, they're probably like, you know, if it's anything like the past twenty years, they're not going to make the playoffs. I think really what it boils down to is, I think it's more the opposite situation where they go, okay, we play in the CFL. Worst case scenario, we just cancel the game and never play. <laughs> Will anyone notice? Well, what they're I actually think the answer doing to that is no. It's an October sixth home game that they were set to play uh, against Ottawa, the Ottawa Red Blacks. The game will now be played in Ottawa. Oh, so they're perfect! Just asking their fans to drive. Well, if this was the Ottawa. NHL, that would be a home game for the Maple Leafs. Yeah, a game in Ottawa. <laughs> Apparently, but uh, because it's not the Skydome is just the worst place to watch a football game. It's too. the worst place to do anything. Yeah. It's gross. It was the the pinnacle of design back in I know, which is crazy. Nineteen eighty nine, ninety one. No, it would have been the eighties. No, the All Star game was there in ninety one, but it would have been. I think it opened in eighty five. Actually, yeah. Well, we we were sent a video several weeks ago starring. uh, Oh, that's at the uh, hotel (laughs) in. uh, Yeah, windows. Andrea Martin and. and who else? What's his name? The guy who was... Uh, oh, it opened in 1989. Sorry to interrupt. Alan Thicke was also in the video. <laughs> Andrea Martin and Alan Thicke are doing a song nice. and dance musical number celebrating do. the grand opening of Skydome. I need to see this. Um, and yes, we got a story sent in from a listener as that story was going around that, uh, that yeah, you used to be able to see people fucking in the Oh, absolutely. You still, you still can, games. really. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was probably, you know, back then people were like, oh my God, a hotel and a baseball stadium? Tell me more. <laughs> now you're like, oh God, really? Ugh. But I'm curious as to whether the, the, the Blue Jays might share some culpability on this because you would think they share the same building that like the Argos would go to them and be like, hey, we're thinking about scheduling games here. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, and again, the Jays are just like, yeah, fucking, we're well, not I, making I the playoffs. Pro- do whatever you want to do. It's like what John said. Like, it's probably not that hard. It's not that hard to move a CF. Like, okay, we're just gonna move it to Ottawa. Or we're gonna move it to like, I don't know, McMaster's. Yeah, I'm surprised that yeah, there's not a different field that they could play a CFL game at in Toronto. Yeah, U of T has a field that yeah. they could play, but it's it's whatever. It's fine. Just throw it in Ottawa. No one gives doesn't a even, shit. Doesn't Toronto FC play? BMO Fields. Yeah, BMO. That's where the Argos are moving to. And then why can't they play there this year? Because it's not set up for football. Oh. Oh. Learning a lot about the CFL. I guess so. Exciting, exciting stuff. Somebody's been Here's listening some trivia, to two Justin, and out. What event holds the record for attendance at the Skydome? Uh, Monday Night Raw? Nope. WrestleMania? That's right. WrestleMania X8. 68,237. Yeah. Featuring The Rock versus... Hulk Some Hogan. racist that we're not allowed to talk about. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. H-H. <laughs> wink, wink. You know what we mean. All right. Well, we've taken a deep dive into Skydome lore there. Oh, and the CFL. <laughs> feel gross. enough of that. Yeah. And we will move into some hockey talk that is actually funny. Unlike hockey talk. This is our uh, clip of the week, is it Patrick not? Kane earlier. It's another PK, but this time PK Subban. Clip Pernell of the week. Carl. 
as they were filming uh, some promotional material for Sportsnet's coverage of the NHL this season. This is George Strombolopoulos unable to contain his uh, amusement as P.K. Subban does a impression of Don Cherry. Years old. Now he goes out here. Now look at this. He goes out here. You can't. You do that. And I'm telling you, back in the day when we had Semenko and these guys, they they took care of that stuff. PK is a good player. I mean, he's no Bobby Orr. He's a good player. Isn't that bad? That's my, great. My favorite part of this clip of the week is that all of our American listeners are going, "Who is PK Subban? Who is George Strombolopoulos? Who's?" Don Cherry. I don't think. See, I actually. And think who is Don, Bobby Orr? I think Don Cherry, Don Cherry. It permeates the culture. Yeah. I don't think so. If you don't fandom. like hockey, I don't think you don't. know. Well, that's true. Yeah, if you're, if you're an American you know hockey fan, you'll know him for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, but but uh, even if you don't like hockey, I'm pretty sure like his suits show up on like Deadspin and stuff. They do occasion, but I mean, you know, if you don't like hockey, you're not clicking on a hockey article. Yeah, true. Spin, tweet too. at us if you don't know who Don Cherry is. Well, they know now, so they can't tweet at us. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it. It's really good to do it like after the fact. That's great. But uh, nice to see P.K. Subban having some fun. Uh, that was pretty great. I, I love P.K. Subban. Yeah. If oh, you don't like P.K. Awesome. Subban, you're a really boring person. If yeah. you don't like P.K. Subban, you hate children. Although I will say, pretty great that he makes a $10 million donation basically to get the captaincy in Montreal, and then two days later, they give it to the worst player in the NHL, Max Pacioretty. Oh, I think Max Pacioretty is a pretty uh, I hate Max Pacioretty. <laughs> I couldn't hate a player team. more. Yeah, for that team, absolutely, because I couldn't hate a team or a player more. <laughs> Max Pacioretty is a scab. He's a piece of human garbage. But and, you see? Uh, very suitable captain you, for the team. You don't like the Montreal Canadiens. I hate them. But you're but you fully still willing like to look past yeah. that and see that P.K. Subban exactly, is Exactly. That's what I'm Which tells you I'm how saying. amazing P.K. Subban exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Love him. Except Love uh, him. apparently not amazing enough to play like even a single minute of an important game in, in the Olympics last year. Yeah, it was super bizarre. But whatever. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, he'll, we'll, he'll have his time at the World Cup. We'll, we'll play. We'll dress yeah, the Dan World Cup of hockey, which we're all excited. We'll dress Dan Hamus and have him play zero seconds (laughs) so that we keep P.K. Subban in the press box, which we've had this conversation before. It all comes back to the best offense is no defense. Subban never has to play defense because he always has the puck. Yep. And he's just hilarious. So Yeah, no, he's the man. $10 million to the Children's Hospital. I mean, come on. That's awesome. Yeah, and I I love the people who were like, "Uh, he's just like bragging about it. Like, he's not even humble. Like, he's not like... Who Come cares? On. We know that the Sedins made the contribution to Children's Hospital here in Vancouver. We don't like think that they're braggadocious. Well, is some si- we is some sick kid going to be like, uh, wait a second, did he did he brag about it? <laughs> no, I don't cure yeah, me. Exactly. Don't cure me. Which some he didn't kids. even brag about it. He just posted a photo on Twitter. Yeah. with his name on the wall of the atrium. Yeah, like who, who cares like if it's anonymous or saying, not? Saying that he was like proud of this. It's still the same amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Why would and you he, not be proud? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be so proud if because that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, if you grow up and you your dream, you know, like, and that's something you want to do, like, you want to make money so you can give it to people, then that's something to be incredibly proud of, I think. And you can't think of a better cause than the children's hospital. I mean, that's unbelievable. But it all comes back to like the the you know the myth of hockey culture where our our boys don't blank. Our boys don't do crimes. Our boys don't brag. Our boys don't do anything. They're just handsome and smiley and speak only when spoken PK to. PK is pretty handsome. 
He is. And I cannot wait for Jordan to make the Canucks eventually. Yeah, eventually. Oh which He's not going to make the Canucks. Might be not, this, not this year. He's never going to make the Might be several team. years. <laughs> Can we have a, let's have a bet on the show of how many NHL games he's going to play. I We're going to have to do the podcast for like 10 years for the bet. Okay. To like, I oh, like, so you think he's going to play So you're, you're saying like less oh, there than you go. 30? No, no. I just mean, yeah, I was going to say 50. But he's never going to be a regular. I think he'll play less than 50. I think he'll be a regular. I'll take that bet. I'll say over 50. I think there's a good chance that he will be a regular for at least one season. I could see him being like a Yannick Weber, and that's type yeah, and that's more a comment on how bad. I was going to say the team would have to be and, real bad, and not how great he is. Uh, but I definitely think he'll get. A if there's enough injuries, I could see him maybe getting a couple games this. Like there'd have to be quite a few injuries, obviously. But yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. I just really want a Subban on the Canucks. Well, yeah, and and you know that's you know if you are not aware of who PK Subban and Don Cherry is, maybe the inherent comedy of that clip is lost on you. But like, it's funny. Trust Don's us, Don's not a huge PK supporter. No, so well, it's the the inflect because some people were on Twitter saying it wasn't that funny, and like I get it, but. It's like he nailed the inflection, like the inflection of the like, he's no Bobby Orr though. Yeah. It was like yeah. just perfect. <laughs> like just, yeah, it was just perfect how he nailed it. I don't, he wasn't trying to do, cause that's the thing too. People are like, oh, he doesn't even sound like Don Cherry. Well, he wasn't trying to do like a vocal impression yeah. of Don Cherry. He was just trying to nail his mannerisms and idiosyncrasies, which he did. He did bang on. Correctly. And he also said these guys, which is again, like in, in <laughs> a, a, like Don, yeah. Sam, Samanko and these guys. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. My favorite Don Cherry moment is uh, he was on the Rick Mercer report and the, and he was showing Rick how he like got his suits made tailor his suits. and he goes to like a, like a fabric shop and gets like curtain fabric yeah. and makes a suit out of curtains. Or like, yeah, sofa upholstery. Yeah. Basically, yeah, he just finds whatever he wants and he nails it. And thank you, Rene Bork, for sending in that clip of the week this week and bringing that thank to you, our sir. attention. We're very uh, glad you did that. And in it's fact, good stuff. You sent and in something nice. else that will come up a little bit later, yeah. and it's fantastic on in the program. Sort of nice for us also to get away from. Uh, Clip of the weeks where it's just broadcasters shitting on athlete souls. Well, hopefully next week. Yeah, we'll try to get hopefully back. Hopefully we'll it. come back That's around. Yeah, I mean, that. it's like you know, it's nice, but like it's nice to have a little break and just be like, oh, this this here's an this athlete funny. being genuinely nice. funny. Yeah. In the same week where he donated yeah. ten million dollars to a children's yeah. hospital, pretty but good guy. Speaking of people who routinely shit on people's souls, time to check in on the Taffer Tracker. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend I'm this? sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. Oh, that theme song is still so funny. It yeah, never gets and old. And I've seen people just tweeting out the link to that theme song on Twitter. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So people love the song. Yeah. Good. It's great. We got to get more. We need, we get, you got to get on this, man. We, we need bumpers for all songs. of our segments. And we, well, we have another one coming up in the show. I hate to, hate to leak what they're that, Yeah, that's Well, true. you're not saying specifically yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's great. But I um, also, I just still like every time, again, still have not watched the show. Just can't believe the whole, like, I will give you $10 an hour more if you throw this person through a window. <laughs> what? How and is he, that real? And How he, is that on TV? And he knew he was being filmed. What? It's not yeah, like, It's exactly. not like they were tricking him. Yeah, it's not like a mystery diner situation. Being a criminal yeah. on camera. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Well, it's a hypothetical, though. Like, our, all our murder.
Carter hypotheticals. I, no, Hypoth- I, don't, I don't think it was. It was like an employee who like lipped this guy off, was walking away from a job site, and he turned to another guy and is like, I can't do this. Personally, me, I can't. But you can, and I'll and I'll pay you, money. and I will yeah. pay you for it. I uh, think, like, yeah, it's just that's just so crazy. <laughs> I love it. What part of the bar science degree was that? That's what I'd like to know. Uh, yellingology. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be something. Uh, but John Taffer's back on Entrepreneur.com again. Of course, he uh, never leaves. So this article is called uh, "Bar Rescues John Taffer to Entrepreneurs." Firing people is part of your job. Uh, and the content True. of the article is like, it's not that interesting. What really got me are the links at the bottom, the related articles. I'm going to read, there's three of them, and I'll read them all out. Uh, Bar Rescues John Taffer says, every excuse is BS. Bar Rescues John Taffer, this one thing makes a great leader. And finally, Bar Rescues John Taffer on why he's such an asshole. <laughs> Which, <laughs> why is he such an asshole? Um, well, he says it's, you know, it's for the show, Yeah, obviously. That he's playing a character on television, basically. Yeah. But not really. He was that same person at the Americans for Prosperity Center. But that's also for an audience as well. He says, uh, when I'm angry on TV, I'm actually not. I'm manipulating you as an owner. Uh, ah. Which, I, if I learn anything on the internet, anytime you say you're not mad on the internet, that means you are <laughs> mad. You mad, bro? Yeah. John Taffer's mad, and he's taking his pants off, and he's he's just super pissed off. I can't believe you guys all fell for it. I'm not mad <laughs> at all. I just I'm trying to turn these bars around. But that's uh yeah. There's I mean what I do for the Taffer tracker generally is I'll just plug his name into like a Google News search. But the headline was that firing people is part of your job, right? Yeah. Um, and we've seen episodes of the show where he is like encouraged someone to fire someone. And then that's just set them on like a firing spree. Yeah, where the where guy starts firing too many power. people. Yeah, because they're yeah. like, oh, this feels good. <laughs> I do have a lot of assholes that work for me. My, my favorite part is, is how he phrases it, though. He says, everyone has people working for them that shouldn't be. <laughs> Free them from their own failure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the best. Oh, my God. I've, that's the best way I've heard. Uh, Could you imagine if you fired someone. someone and you said that to them? I'm freeing the you from your listen, failure. This isn't really. It's not. You're just not working out here, and I don't look at it as like a firing. Look at it as like I'm just freeing you. Well, from your failure. And the next week he comes back in with an AR-15. I'm freeing you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite non-pirates episodes had him like trying to rescue a bar where the part owner was like the bassist of like some <laughs> shitty like rock wannabe metal band or whatever and his own band was like the house band of the bar that oh would just yeah, play yeah every weekend and drive customers away with their terrible oh music. that's awesome so like taffer's entire goal of the episode was just to get this part owner bought out and out the door yeah. like he had like made no bones about just being a complete asshole to this guy and was like i have nothing to say to you you don't belong here like i'm doing everything in my power to get rid of you. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, you know You got to can... admire that though. Buying a piece of a bar just so your band has somewhere to play. Yeah. That's that's very smart thing. Yeah. And then the guy who got bought out finally like framed it as though he was like being freed up to focus on his true passion. Freed from his failure. Yeah, exactly. To go into yeah. another failure exactly. presumably. Probably right, a yeah. deeper bigger failure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would like if that was actually just like a pun. Like he was like working on this like like nightclub that's name was failure. 
I'm just like, I'm freeing you from failure. <laughs> <laughs> no, like literally. And then, yeah, it gets rebranded as success once. Yeah, started. exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it gets rebranded as corporate nightclub. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, quality Taffer Tracker once again. Let's wrap it up. I'm gone. Good night. Good night, John. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for this was like the first episode where I actually knew you were going to play that clip. Like I knew that that's what was coming. Cause like, Oh, you always other, get surprised. Yeah. yeah. I always get so, cause every episode you're like, okay, let's get out of the Taffer tracker. And then I just start talking about something <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh right. We're playing There's the thing. One well, second and then there was bumper, the one yeah. week where I really fucked up and I just talked over the Taffer tracker theme. Song well, we had too. to play it twice, but I don't mind playing it twice. We yeah, can play it again right no, now. No, no, I'm not. Going to. No. Okay. We should have an all <laughs> Taffer tracker episode. <laughs> That's just the song over and Someone's over and gonna over Someone's going to do again. that. One, Once yeah. our podcast no, I'll just is post it on YouTube. It'll be someone's going to make 10 hours of Taffer tracker. 10 hour Taffer tracker loop. All right, uh, but it's time to take a deep dive into the Twitter mailbag. Stefan, what do we have this week? Why is it always me? I don't because you have the most followers oh, on Twitter. I guess so. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't ready for it. Uh, well, uh, shit. Uh, this is from Brendel. Who will be the first pro athlete killed by an errant drone strike on live TV? <laughs> I don't think we can really answer that. That's just a fantastic question. <laughs> well, wouldn't it? Could it theoretically be? Well, I guess it doesn't really matter if it's a drone because I was thinking like it could be just like a tall, like the tallest athlete would get hit first. But I guess yeah. realistically, because wouldn't the drone strike? Now, oh no, you know what? No, actually, he said killed by an errant drone, so not the drone oh, strike. Just a drone. So it's not being effect. shot by the drone. So the drone is filming or it's just yeah. like a, oh okay, it's yeah. just a drone. Well, it would have to be something through. outside. Yeah. Um, Who's a really tall baseball? You know player. what? Maybe Andrew Miller of the Yankees. I was like gonna say uh, it's gonna be a San Francisco Giant because drones are like such a, like a tech douche thing to own, and San Francisco is like tech douche. Well, and they have central. that like water thing. Exactly, like, someone yeah. could just be sitting in a boat in the Controlling water, the flying drone. a drone. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna look at who the tallest player on the San Francisco because right, you guys are agreeing with my yeah. Math it would on be that. the t- it, it would be the, the tallest, tallest player. player. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pick Mike Trout. I think he's just gonna like hit a home run that's gonna smack a drone, and the drone will the land, air, and the it. drone will fly. And I feel him. like Mike Trout though is like I don't think a drone could kill him. Like stocky like, he's enough pretty to survive. Big. Yeah, like he's a pretty a he's a pretty big dude. Um, okay, the tallest well, he player. Might, he might on lose the some fingers at the very least. They have a lot of six five players, so there'd be a lot of people tied for this. That's on the twenty five man roster. Let's go to the forty man <laughs> roster. Oh. Uh, uh, Joan, I guess you'd say it like Juan Gregorio is 6'7". He's got to be the one. Yeah, he's yeah he's the tallest on their 40-man so, roster. And uh, that's our see, answer. Juan there's Gregorio. a star beside his name. I guess that means he's like a he's, rookie. Or it means he's been killed by a drone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the asterisk is. Yeah. yeah, he has been killed by a drone. <laughs> it's listed at the bottom. He's <laughs> pitching in double A currently, so... His career could be over it's soon. A good drone. I, this one isn't a question, but I wanted to read it in the Twitter mailbag anyway. Okay. Yeah, and it wasn't it. even tweeted at me. I just read it. Well, yeah. Uh, this is from Randy G-Dub, very funny guy on Twitter. And the tweet says, a girl at work told me she accidentally killed her pet rabbit because she dried it up with a blow dryer after giving it a bath. <laughs> So I guess she like cooked it alive or something. That is that's a, like what is that blow dryer? Like I don't know a lot about. Well, wouldn't you anatomy, notice the rabbit like, being cooked alive too? You'd think, right? Like how long did it take to like, kill? Would it the start rabbit? to smell good? Like a lot of people <laughs> eat rabbit, right? Like 
I don't know. When you're blow drying your hair, don't you like hold it back a little bit? I, I'm not. I don't have long hair. So well, you can know. also put it on uh, like the cold mode. On yeah, the, on the blow dryer. You think you would do that with it? But I guess if you if you own a rabbit, you're probably well. Stupid, you're probably so. a, well, and you're also probably a loser. Like, if you're a loser <laughs> that bathes, your like rabbit. honestly, that is like beyond like stroking it to death. Like, well, maybe like, yeah, like Lenny. Lenny yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lenny's yeah. blow drying the rabbit. Stupider yeah. than Lenny. <laughs> well, maybe what? it fell back in the tub, and in the scramble to get it out of the tub, she dropped the blow dryer in the tub. That's the funniest. That could be the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you think or... if Of Mice and Men was written later, maybe Lenny would have killed the rabbit <laughs> in this fashion. But it was blow being drying. written before blow dryers were probably invented. Yeah. So, And it wasn't really being Lenny, played. Lenny, are you <laughs> blow drying that rabbit again? I, I don't think it was being played for laughs back then either. <laughs> no, now we no. can laugh at, at John Steinbeck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can. Really funny. Absolutely. Hilarious. <laughs> Actually, I love the uh, – because you get to read it in class – uh, often and when I'm teaching grade 12s, they they usually read it and I just that is one of my absolute favorite character details of all time. That Curly keeps his hand inside a glove full of Vaseline at all times, just so he can keep his hand soft for his wife, which is just the like what an amazing character detail that is. Like how fucking gangster do you have to be to be like working on a farm and be like, no, my wife needs this hand. I'm not only going to keep it in a glove, I'm going to fill the glove with Vaseline. So my hand is extra soft. That is, oh, just But what is the, what does the Vaseline uh, symbolize? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, that's a great question. I, I don't think any. Well yeah, I think it just. Yeah, for his think, wife. exactly. Yeah. I think. But awesome. there's no like softness. Okay. <laughs> Even though he's a total asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I get to talk about that. I have to talk about that with kids. I've got to be like, oh, so like, why do you think that he might have a club full of assholes? <laughs> you should bring up bring up the blow dryer thing. Uh, I should. Yeah. What if he used a blow dryer? To kill yeah. Him? <laughs> how do, how would you guys feel if he Mr. used Cullen, a blow dryer? Mr. Cullen, what the fuck? How are do you we? How have we changed the symbolism by introducing a blow dryer? Um, we got a question here from friend of the show, Brandon at Brandy Bean Hinky. How many downs in the NFL could you survive as a lineman before getting injured? Zero. Well, okay, no, I guess it would be one. Well, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, well, I get, I get hurt on the first one. First play. But I think I would die. I think, I think legit. Yeah. I think I would die. You're pretty small. Yeah, you. I would get. I would get shoved over, and I'd get stomped on. You'd have to play like safety, basically, if you're going to be an NFL player. I, no, I have to play like backup, backup punter, <laughs> water boy. Yeah. See, uh, I think. Hmm. I'm gonna go out because this is not being a lineman. You're not really it's specifically. Getting tackled, yeah, you're not taking. You're not tackle getting hits. tackled. So. I'm going to say I could play a game. Gonna, I think I could play I a think, whole game. Oh, I think I you're could getting, play. But you're getting run over repeatedly by a huge Yeah, like game. I'm going to be the worst lineman of all time. My quarterback is going to get sacked Actually, I, I guess I could just jump out of the way every you could time. Also you're going to be too. tell the guy coming towards me. You're going to be, like, be a CFL lineman. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I could do that tomorrow <laughs> way, if I wanted. The way the quarterbacks in that league I got, I got a, te- a, a telemarketer beating. called me and asked me if I wanted to play in the CFL, but I was... <laughs> I'm just pretty busy. <laughs> See, I, you know, I'm a big guy, and I used to play football in high school as a lineman. So I was going to arrogantly say that I could make it through a whole game. John, but John, you like have to top him now. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm I think I could play a whole season. You then. could, you, no, you got to be like, go, if I have to go bigger than John, I'm going <laughs> full season. Why not just go Hall of Fame? <laughs> 
Let's I can be a Hall of Fame. Well, I can say anything. I think yeah. I can go through my entire career without ever sustaining an injury. Though I will say, yeah, he just said survive. Though, see, <laughs> that's, that's true. He didn't big, say be good at it. Yeah, yeah, or not get injured. He said survive. How many downs? Yeah, could you survive before getting injured? Oh, he said before getting injured. Yeah. Oh, I thought he said survive, like live. No. Um, I get okay. injured. Well, first that play, cha- probably, that changes yeah. like because I think even even if I was like it's JJ Watt, I'd be like JJ, like I'm just gonna let you have this. I think he would still hurt me just based on how I look. He'd be like, this guy doesn't deserve. To yeah, be look on at the this field. little pip squeak. Yeah. I don't remember. I sleep at my team's training facility. <laughs> you don't think I'll fucking end your life? I will end it. I've just been working a lot of high school football games lately, uh, and have been you know sitting through injury breaks and stoppages in those games as guys get really badly shaken up and have to be carried off the field or whatever. And I played football for, I want to say, like four or five years. And I don't remember ever getting injured one single time as a lineman, largely, in high school. Well, that was, was all the starting, concussions, probably. Starting lineman in both <laughs> offense and defense. So, yeah, I think I could make it through an NFL season without – I mean, probably not. But I'm just going to say that I can anyways. I mean, I think the real <laughs> risk for me would be uh, – and this is probably the same for you too, Justin – is just the cardio. Like, I could have a heart attack. Like, a heart attack is theoretically an injury. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I could – because that's what I mean. You know, like, I'm not really in great shape. So, that could be the thing. <laughs> I, I would have like a fear-based heart attack too. Not even like well, that's exercise. also that yeah. too. Like, how do you not piss your pants? Yeah. It's like, like if you were to fall from a great height, how you'd basically yeah, you die before you hit the ground. ground. Yeah, it'd just be like, like that. that. You'd it'd see be the, me walking see, onto the field. You'd see the blitz coming and would be dead yeah. before you even took a hit. Um, keeping it with the football questions, this comes from Todd Pernero. He asks, "What would the final score be of a Saskatchewan Rough Riders versus Green Bay Packers game?" CFL rules. Well, John, uh, since you're a resident CFL expert, I'll yield the okay. floor. I think you're basically forcing Aaron Rodgers to pass just about every play because that's what the CFL, which is fine. Is. Yeah, yeah, th- like that's a bad, like that's a really bad matchup because the Rough Riders are the worst team in the CFL this year, and I think Aaron Rodgers on a CFL field would fucking dominate because, <laughs> like his his pin, like his passing accuracy is insane it's friggin' nuts and with that big of a field like i think a, a closer matchup would be like the chicago or like johnny Manziel. like let's get the cleveland browns and they would still destroy and they would still them. destroy but green them. bay would probably be triple digits yeah, yeah. because the rogers is so good and eddie lacy is also a very good would be a very good cfl back because he's stocky runs between the lines that's which is like backs typically that can do that in the CFL have a ton of success because most running backs in the CFL are like tiny losers that just like kind of try and scamper <laughs> their way around the line of scrimmage and not through it. The ones that can run through it, like Pinball Clemens, John Cornish now, those guys. So yeah, the Packers are a horrific matchup for the Rough Riders. I say so, so it's basically as many as many touchdowns as they can score time allowing basically it's like when john uh like john boys does the breaking madden it would look like that It'd be like breaking cfl i w- think w- what did you call uh the the it was tiny losers that uh, was the cfl tiny we, that, losers, that's the name yeah. of this episode i think okay i think tiny losers. Really, just tiny losers <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm I, thinking I, at least like 160 to nothing Oh, no, I think Saskatchewan might score. Gets a too. safety. Yeah. They get some rouges. Oh, they got a rouge. Sure. They'll okay. get a rouge. 160 to one. To one, yeah. Okay, I mean, rouges are pretty easy. Really. Uh, it could be even to two. <laughs> We've got a good one, and this kind of leads us into uh, another segment, and we had kind of teased this earlier on the show. This is from uh, Holgranya. 
Did I pronounce her name right? Yes. Yeah, you got okay. it this time. Yes. Three tries. Uh, okay. This is from Holgranya, and she asks, uh, and this is definitely directed at me, uh, would you trade the Sedins if it meant that Lucas Spiza would leave with them? So here we go. This obviously leads into the Lucas Spiza would do of the week. It does, and we have it a special is. treat, it and does. this is also from Rene Bork. Yes, Rene Bork sent in the clip of the week. He also sent in this, the theme song for the Lucas Spiza would do of the week. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's from an app. I think it's called like Diddy, and you can like type in words and it'll turn it into a song. It'll turn for it you. into a, a little operetta like yeah. that. All right. Yeah. This rem- I feel like I'm in that scene in Shawshank Redemption where uh, oh, and Andy <laughs> Dufresne plays the opera music over the loudspeaker in the prison yard, in the yeah. prison yard and they all start crying. See, that's how I feel. To right me, now. when I hear that, I am just picturing Lucas Pisa getting sh- just shot full of bullets at the end of a Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> Which also does make, yeah, it could go either way, but. Uh, in but, any case, Lucas Pisa would do of the week. So I guess you're just answering this question as the and would it's also, do. And I, I would easily because I think I would – well, okay. Um, I wouldn't want to trade the Sedins, but if it meant they had a chance of like winning the Stanley Cup, I would absolutely do it for trading them to a good team. The problem with that is a good team isn't going to take Lucas Pisa. Yeah. So, well, but it could be separate trades. I guess that's true. The implication here seems to be that Spisa would leave with them, which implies – I don't know. I, I, I envision like – Jim Benning driving him out to like the middle of the forest or whatever and be like, you're free boy. I don't know. Get like, out of here. You're free from See, failure. <laughs> I like, I went out uh, for drinks with Tom Drance last week after we finished recording the show. Nice name drop. Uh, and, Ooh, and, and he, fancy he, pants. You know, eh? he, he, he did say that Lucas Pisa is exactly as bad as we paint him to be, but he also like kind of convinced me that there's likely a larger trade market for Lucas Pisa than we would suspect. Because, you know, the Ducks traded Lucas Pisa to Vancouver yeah. in the Kessler deal, but then they did feel like they had to go out and replace him, and they signed Clayton Stoner, who's probably just as bad, if not worse. And shoots bears illegally. And decapitates them. Yeah. Yeah. Why and, not, right? To an, a similarly ridiculously inflated deal. Yeah. And, like, Murray is not a stupid GM. Like, he's a smart guy yeah. in terms of team building. If he felt that Lucas Pisa was a piece that he needed to go out and replace, there's probably teams that are looking to pick him up yeah. in the first I place. Guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess Tom's right that there probably is a bigger trade market than we suspect because I would have said, like, zero teams. And so, like, <laughs> you would one, hope. One team so, yeah, is big, technically is bigger. Bigger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, to answer the question, uh, yeah, I would definitely trade the Sedins. I think at this point gone. too, it's a bit of a safer answer. Just saying, like, I mean, the Sedins are—they're still good players. Don't get me wrong. There's, st- as Tom said last week, they're still going to get their points. But at this point, you can handle dealing the Sedins more so than say five years ago. Or oh yeah, so, you know, six yeah. years ago. I'd like to see them win a cup, and it's not. It's gonna not going to be here. here. There's yeah. no chance it's happening here. So. Do you think there's any chance they would ever deal one and not the other? No, no. I just because no team would want that either. I, and well, I, think, I don't no, think I don't. Well, I guess I mean, they, yeah. Like but, you wouldn't want Henrik. No, you would. Having but centers is you know, but I mean, really tough. For the teams. only way I could see that happening is if like Daniel retired first or something, or was like Which badly injured. He gave a or, quote about his concussion history this week that made it seem pretty bad. Like yeah. 
I can't remember exactly what he said, but there's that like watching movies is difficult for him or something like that. That's really reassuring. I'm yeah. really excited for this Thanks year. Thanks a lot, Duncan Keith. Um, <laughs> Should we... have donated their money to a concussion place. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a question here from Average Joe at Put Out Your Light. He asks, top three sports to play in space. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking ones with jumping involved. So I'm leaning towards basketball as number one. It's got to be baseball. Space Jam. Baseball it's, would be great. Baseball too. would probably because it would fun. be a home run like every Unbelievable time. Unbelievable homers and just the passing that you would be able to do in football would be amazing too. Yeah. Okay, I think it's pretty obvious that every sport would be so dope in space. Anything we should think cool of a, space, we should think yeah. of a sport that would be bat. Like, what are some of the only sports darts, that would be bat? Darts would suck in space. Darts would be because you really throw hard. the ball and it would just, like, or the the fucking dart. Throw not the ball. ball. You throw the ball. Dart. Yeah, but you know it wouldn't. Yeah, how could you hit the? I don't dart think board? hockey would be improved by going into space. Honestly. Well, but it's such a fast game, you'd be slowing it down basically. But also, the arenas would be dope. Oh yeah, if you're playing on like Neptune, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh shit, we'll just throw some boards up. Coming to you live from inside the Moon Dome in advance of tonight's game between the Lunar Astros and the Titan. Oh, oh, does he have one? Titans. Oh well, okay. That was awful. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, good call calling it the Moon Dome and then referencing one of the moons of Saturn. Yeah. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, the not, t- actually, not your best. The Titan Titans is pretty funny. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> like I like it. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind it as a name. It's no Wheeling Nailers, but uh, it'll do the job. Yeah, I don't know. It's, what other sports would not improve? Like, do you, you really well, do you feel like curling would be better? Well, you got a lot of rocks out there. I mean, I don't, I don't know what even the properties of like moon rocks would be like. Like, we can only use granite for curling. But so nep- kind of Neptune is not space, though. Neptune is Neptune. Yeah. space just means you're playing in, in, like, in the vacuum. Yeah, of no, space. I don't think it would. I don't think it would be, I don't know, I I don't think it would be good. like a space because you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't do bowling in space because the pins aren't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're, yeah. How would that work? It's ruined. Oh. Well, yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think for sure, basketball, baseball, without question. Uh, Rene Bork has contributed. Golf would also be fucking nuts in space. Would be terrible. <laughs> Rene Bork has contributed so much to the show already. He writes into the mailbag. EA Sports contacts you for a new feature to put in NHL 16. What do you add? Uh, I make it a good game. <laughs> nice. There we go. There's so much shit that they haven't touched in that game. Like in like at least seven. For years. the longest time, you couldn't. Like, if you were playing, like, a dynasty or whatever, you couldn't edit your lines in the offseason. Like, you couldn't... Like, why did they think that was a good idea to not have that as an option? Yeah, so, I, you're, so when you're, you know, if you're signing free agents or you're making trades in this in the video game, you can't, like, see what the lines would look like. Right, to, like, which is stupid. You have to write it down. It seems it like down. the features that they add every, um, like, year are so useless well the playoff beards this yeah. year i haven't played it this year and i haven't even this, read any reviews this year we're adding photorealistic playoff yeah. beards. no one asked for that yeah. yeah and like nhl 2k was the first game to have that in like 09 yeah, it yeah. really so, ruins yeah. my experience that like crosby has like a full beard like he can only grow pubes on his face guys. yeah like Let's that's what real. i want i would love it if it was like crosby's <laughs> pubes beard, yeah. jonathan taves is like extra from the movie dracula sideburns <laughs> Like, that'd be dope. Um, I think, well, obviously I'm super egotistical and would want something from this show, so I think I would have the Lucas Pisa would do mode. <laughs> Should be dope. That's a great idea. Just, yeah. Yeah. As a GM, you pick, like, what part of your body you want to Or, yeah, or like, off, whatever, yeah. yeah. 
or it would be like a series of mini games which like that would be like the most pressure of all time like playing those video games like you get one shot you have to beat all these mini games in a row or Lucas Pisa's on, yeah. on your team permanently on your team he never ages yeah he never ages he's <laughs> just always this, on your team at the end of the season you win the cup and like the GM is rolled out in a wheelchair yeah, with exactly. like no legs and no balls well that's yeah that's <laughs> that's one of the game modes it's like that it's like the game trauma or whatever was that what that was it was called where you could perform surgery in oh the, the game. ambulance one yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, i think it was called trauma trauma unit or something like that yeah. uh so yeah that would be one of the mini games would be like you'd be sawing off your own gm's leg <laughs> or like yeah. whatever the, like. it's cool that they have the playoff beard mode though because they probably i'm assuming i haven't played 16 but 15 was like this the, the ai your teammates don't understand how offsides works yeah and it's like maybe you should focus on that instead of like the superficial shit that no one cares about at all. Oh, there's so many things. I, I have like a laundry list of things wrong. Yeah, I would love it. I, I'm putting in that your teammates know where to go to receive a pass. Yeah, I don't like I think next episode we should maybe talk about this and I'll try and play some NHL 16 before then um, because I want to see what they haven't fixed. It's going to be a lot of things, obviously. It'll be the same like but, play-by-play phrasings that you've heard the oh, last yeah, seven yeah, games. Yeah, that's the first row. thing I do in every uh, Dynasty mode is just turn off the commentary. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, next Matt, week I, I can... stay in. I'll have a... Well, yeah, no, uh, Alex Seaman. Yeah, passes Matt stay in, passes the puck to Alex Seaman. My favorite in those games is whenever Adam Party receives a pass because it's just to party. <laughs> to party <laughs> um, party what a goal uh, Tyson Nemo writes into the show going through John Taffer's favorites and mentions instead of studying because of you three will you pay for you my tuition bastard. please no and, and we've just already gone over the fact in this episode that Stefan and I don't work so well and also well, we not, sort of work but yeah, yeah. We're did trying. we not talk about last week uh, how university students we don't care that you have no money. Like we legitimately do not. <laughs> yeah, sign up we for a all went through that. We all Stefan literally just finished school. I did two degrees. Justin went to BCIT, which is a very expensive program. Like we all paid our dues, man. If you're in university and you don't have money, guess what? That's what everyone fucking does. Except for your one loser friend from high school who's like, oh no, I'm managing Boston pizza. And he like <laughs> buys like a shitty Corolla when you're like 20 and you're like, oh shit, he's got life figured out. He's got a new car and here I am just being an f- idiot and not doing shit. And here's what I'll tell you. You go through school, you pay your dues. Six years after you graduate, you'll have a very moderately successful podcast if you stick <laughs> to your plans. So don't come in here with your, oh, I can't pay my tuition. I don't have any money. Shut the fuck up. Eat your Mr. Noodles and and shut your mouth. Mac Wilkie writes into the show, which NHL player is most likely to be a 9-11 truther? And he's not in the league anymore, but Tim Thomas has to be the only answer. That's like the only answer, really. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. David Booth. Oh, yeah, maybe. For sure, David Booth. Yeah? It has to be, right? Has to be. Guy's nuts. I could see him being like, 9-11 didn't even happen. <laughs> or he could be like, 9-11 happened, but it was clear like it was the larger workings of God, and it was like meant to happen. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
How, who so, am I? For the to, record, well, he, David be, Booth thinks 9 11 was part of God's plan. To be plan. fair, David Booth did think that all of his like s- extremely severe injuries that he suffered throughout his career were God's plan for him. So, And that God's plan for that yak that he just <laughs> shot with a bow and arrow <laughs> that goat, was I, for his yak yeah, to that's, be killed by that's a the, shitty NHL fourth I, I line. I didn't player. know goats could get that big. Like, that picture is actually terrifying. <laughs> well, it's a mountain goat. It's like the size it's of a like bear. It's like an abominable snowman. It's so yeah. big. I did not know they could get that big. If you haven't seen it, just look up David Booth goat. <laughs> and that doesn't stand for greatest of all time, believe yeah, me. Yeah, it doesn't. It, uh, will, it will be several articles about how he was the worst player on any given team and therefore was the quote-unquote goat. And then also images of him shooting an actual. It, it's a. Goat. I can't believe mountain goats get that big. It's a terrifying. Do you have picture. anything else for the mailbag, Stefan? Well, no. I've I looked up some previous tweets I wrote about uh, the NHL series okay. and just problems they have. You are, and if you can do a shootout, you can't pick the players in your shootout past the fifth round. Yeah. So you can just set them up in your edit lines. You can pick five players, and then at that point it's just random, and they'll start. And putting it'll usually be out. like a top defense. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Your number six guy is always like your top pairing defenseman. And the other one that's kind of funny is that in GM mode when you're drafting players, Chris Tanev is your well, number six. Yeah. Shooter. Yeah. But in GM mode when you're drafting players at the at the entry draft, they'll have like really good players from like North Korea or something. It'll be like a white guy from North Korea, and he's like the best player <laughs> in the draft. And it's like, why why did you let that be a possibility? Well, I had uh, one of my favorite ones was uh, playing MLB The Show uh, 15. I don't have the, the 16 one, but playing 15 or 14, whatever. <laughs> I, was a B, I was playing Be a Pro, and so I had like leveled up my guy. I was like a 99 overall third baseman for the Atlanta Braves. And then all of a sudden, one offseason, another 99 created character randomly showed up on our team, age 31. <laughs> Not an MLB player, <laughs> not, and his name was Tim Imperator. It was spelled like I M P E R A T O R, so it looked like Imperator. But then the guy, the announcer, would be like Tim Imperator up to the plate, and I'm like, someone said that name. They're like, yeah, this could be a name in the game. Let's get Imperator. And then yeah, just a random like ninety nine that was I guess just there to steal my job well, or whatever. Well, the EA, big problem in EA back in the day was they used to let like yeah. make a wish kids be in the game, <laughs> right? So the the highest level like free agent goalie would be like a twelve year old girl who would be like a one hundred, and your some team would sign her, and you they and would just win the win the Vezina every year. And yeah. It's like you know it's cool and everything, but like, like you're making me edit this kid's <laughs> ratings down to zero so they never get signed. <laughs> It's not my fault, you know? <laughs> Maybe that was part of... Uh, <laughs> Why did you make me do this? <laughs> To make this kid really bad. You're like crying <laughs> while you're like... Down. But the, the best thing to do is you do it after they've signed with a team. So then you get to play this like really shitty like 12-year-old kid. So it's like realistic. It's like, oh, this is like if there was a real 12-year-old there was in that. <laughs> and you're just sick, racking up the goals on this 12-year-old <laughs> with like muscular dystrophy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maybe that was part of PK Subban's so donation. Actually, yeah, I, I'm going to change my answer. EA, teams. put that back in the game, <laughs> please. In. <laughs> and while we're amending answers, I want to go back to last week's discussion on the fictional sport Bone Storm. And ball, storm. Ball, storm. ball Storm. Bone Storm is the Simpsons, Simpsons. video yeah, sorry, game. Ball Storm. <laughs> ball Storm. And just say that uh, I, I think Brock Lesnar should be in contention for, yeah. for a top yeah, pick in uh, that sport also. Yeah. We're just gauging pure freak athleticism. Yeah. So. Sure. 
Yeah. Anyways, that's all. Throw him in the mix for that, and that'll do it for the Twitter mailbag. We will move into everyone's favorite new segment. Grab a towel, throw on some sunscreen. It's time to splish splash around in Stefan's pool party. Stefan's pool party. Stefan's pool party. Splash 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 splash. splash. Water wings. We should make an actual song for that. I think. <laughs> It should. It's yeah. that. Yeah, that was it. Uh, so to update, that was like slinky piano in the back. <laughs> L- Luongo's pool. I got absolutely destroyed this week. I had two players with zero points each. Which, if you've never played fantasy sports before, that's a bad thing. If but you if have you're one player, player with Lucas zero, Spieser Memorial Reverse Hockey Pool. That's, that's a, a great, great thing. Great thing. Yeah. Well, it's actually not that good. Only two players with zero <laughs> is not that great. True. You want way. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For so, but speaking of the reverse pool. So yeah, Luongo pool. I'm I'm one and one to update you on that one. And we're just waiting for the week where you go head-to-head with Roberto. Yeah, which actually, let me check, because that could be coming up uh, quite soon. Maybe we can get him on the show. Uh, I'm playing uh, Sportsnet Earth next week. Nice. Let's get him on the show. Yeah. Who? Uh, Who? (laughs) Earthfan from... I know Oh, you know. Okay. That was a callback to last week. Oh, right. Okay. Where I was shitting on Pop-Tarts. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I I don't play Luongo until... Jesus Christ. Uh oh, week ten, and that is according to Yahoo Rivalry Week. Oh, there's a little oh. banner thing that pops up, baby. So, so we got to get him on the show for that. We, we got to come yeah. on for Absolutely. Rivalry. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't even follow me on Twitter yet. Okay, but he DM'd me, I guess, because yeah. like I follow. Yeah, so I don't know. I, we got to get. I got to get followed by him first, and then he can be aware of the show. <laughs> It's a pl- it's a whole plan. I mean, I got well, unblocked he, by he, John Taffer. You got eight weeks. He made to a put video thanking the, the when he won the Shappies. Oh, did he? So I'm pretty sure he could be on our He's show that has aware. actual viewers. <laughs> 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 Slash um, listeners. But yeah, I guess to talk about the reverse pool, just another reminder to get your donations in. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna be doing this in the next week and a half, uh, and there's only five spots left in the pool. Uh, 20 bucks a month is the donation level to our Patreon campaign, patreon.com slash realgoodshow. The winner of the pool will win cash. Oh, yeah, you will get a lot oh, like of money Like a shit ton back, of money, too. All yeah. of it. So, yeah, uh, look forward to that. And if you're already part of the pool, we will be contacting you in the next week to set up a draft time. It'll be a live draft and if you, on Yahoo. And even if you don't want in the pool, you can still give us money. And I, I do know a couple people. I know Rene Bork said he was planning to do this. My dad says he's planning on doing this. Is He just wants to draft like good players so he can like brag about having like this really sick team. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yo, gonna, you, you won't, won't even believe, believe this yeah, one pool. I've got, I got Ovechkin, Crosby, Ovechkin, yeah. McDavid, <laughs> Seguin. So just to warn you, someone might do that. But that'd be kind of hilarious, That'd be too. dope, too. Yeah. You Either way, believe it's how much be. I'm crushing this pool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I can't wait, and we'll have more on that as the season begins, which is not too far away. But that'll do it for Stefan's pool party. Splash, 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 and we will move right into the final segment, everyone's favorite. It means we're almost done the show, <laughs> gentlemen. It's the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. One good thing, something that you actually enjoy from the world at large, whatever it happens to be. Boys, what do you like this week? Uh, I can go first, I guess. Is today Today's the first day of fall, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, it is, I think. Yes. Or is it the 20th? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but now that it's fall, I always like to listen to uh, a singer called Rocky Erickson. And uh, he's like a psychedelic uh, rock guy. And he was like diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia back in like the 60s or 70s. Did like a shit ton of acid. And like all of his songs are about like old monster movies. And it's fucking fantastic. 
Rocky Erickson. Rocky Erickson. R O K Y Erickson. E R I C K S O N. Got a K in there. It's got a K in there, and his first name is spelled without the C, actually. Oh, okay. so. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the album I would listen to uh, is called The Evil One, and it's all about, uh, it's based on a lot of like horror movies he watched growing up as a kid uh, from like the 50s and 60s. And, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Sounds it's like nothing I'll ever yeah. listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Not shitting on it. That just doesn't seem like anything I would, I don't even know anything about horror movies or anything. It sounds like a Daniel Johnston type kind of vibe, but maybe a little more yeah, rocky. It's very, yeah, it's like very, uh, like, come on, like kind of rockabilly almost too, right, in, okay. in, uh, to a certain So extent, why Autumn so. specifically? Oh, because it's all kind of like spooky music. And stuff. I miss so, it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's I like, always love. It's my Halloween soundtrack. Well. We're getting so close to my birthday. Yeah. Which is on Halloween. And um, <laughs> so, yeah. You gave me shit for talking about my birthday within like a week of it happening. And you've been talking about yours for like Yeah, but three see, here's months. the thing. People are actually excited for mine. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant people are excited for Halloween. Oh, okay. Ipso facto, my birthday. <laughs> and also, I share, uh, I share a birthday with John Candy and uh, Adam Yock from the Beastie Boys. So... Really great, just overall general birthday. I share a birthday with Ryan Miller. That's not a great. That's unfortunate that's for you. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. So you're a goth, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> John, what do you like this uh, week? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. I I had something that I thought of this week, and then I just like really blew it, and I forgot about it. Um, so now I'm forced to like dig in the depths of my brain to come up with something. Can you, do you have something? You go first. Yeah. I watched a documentary on Netflix last night. Uh, it was was about Netflix. No, no, no. (laughs) I watched it on Netflix. So you laid on your computer. It was about, uh, the, the making, (laughs) the making of a movie that never got made. Oh, is it, uh, uh, you can say it. I know what it is. It's Jodorowsky's Dune. And uh, you're probably familiar with Dune, just culturally uh, have an awareness of it, whether you've read the book, which I haven't, or whether you've seen the the movie starring Sting and Kyle MacLachlan, which I also haven't. I'm just aware of uh, it as a property. But uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky is kind of an insane um, psychedelic director from Mexico, I think is where he's from originally. I thought it was Chile, wasn't it? Um, Possibly. He was talking about how he broke like the Mexican Union in yeah, making okay. his early movies. Regardless, he was trying to make Dune back in the 60s, um, uh, or le- rather early 70s. So this was post after 2001 had come out and kind of established that psychedelic space visuals on screen were something that you could do, but before uh, Star Wars had come out. Yeah. And, it, and uh, there's a lot of conversation within the documentary about if that had been the first like space epic to come out, what that how, how much different uh, popular filmmaking would be as a result. Um, and it's full of like psychedelic imagery and, and uh, kind of hippie concepts yeah. and stuff. It's just a very uh, entertaining uh, look uh, at the making of a film that will never be made, but whose uh, conceptualization and storyboarding still has impacted so many films that did get made, Star Wars included, uh, you know, the Alien movies. Um, a lot of the designers who worked on Alien only, like, knew each other. Or H.R. Geiger. H.R. Geiger, yeah. uh, Dan O'Bannon, and a bunch of, like, guys who worked as, like, um, people as who worked as illustrators of, like, sci-fi novels back yeah. in the 60s and 50s. Um, 
who were working together uh, on Dune all stayed together and made Alien together. Yeah. So it's it's a film that had a, a wide impact, even though it was never made. And it's just a very entertaining uh, documentary as well. So you can find that on Netflix, Yodorowsky's Dune, and that's with a J. It's a silent J at the beginning yeah. of J-D-U-N-E. Yeah, and if you're not interested in that recommendation, then I also recommend um, that All Saints song from the Beach soundtrack. I'm I'm pretty into that this weekend. <laughs> Good for you. All Saints, great band. What was the uh what was their big one? Their big hit? How did it go again? Um, oh shit, that's gonna piss me off. It was like uh anyway. Never good. ever. Oh yeah. Never ever have I ever felt so low. So low. I thought it was fine. When you come and take me out of this dark hole. There's no, no way idea. that's the lyrics, but no um, okay. My one good thing this week, I've got a shout out. Uh, those of you that know me in real life know I'm a big t-shirt guy. I love to have, uh, love to wear t-shirts, and I've got a lot of uh, what I think are good ones. <laughs> that's what good people know about you. Yeah, so. love the, to wear t-shirts. Yeah, people are like, oh, he's the t-shirt comic. He always says like weird. Not that I like. I don't, and I'm not funny. All your jokes are about t-shirts. Yeah, too. they're all about t-shirts. Yeah, like I very, I have very few like actual like joke t-shirts. I'm not that. Like I'm not a loser. Like I'm not that guy. I don't go to like bootlegger and buy like some stupid. Like they're just cool. So a shout out to my one of my favorite t-shirt buying websites, Threadless.com, because they just released a line of Rocky and Bullwinkle t-shirts, which uh, really made my life. So I, I just I have one on its way. I have a Boris Badenov t-shirt, which I wasn't sure I would ever own in my lifetime, and it's coming. I'm pumped. I can't wait for it. So yeah, shout out Threadless.com. Check them out if you like uh, sweet sweet teas. Threadless t-shirts. What a time to be alive. Uh, anything <laughs> to plug before we wrap up? Same shit as always. I'll be at Yuck Yucks in Vancouver, October 8th to 10th headlining. It's my second time headlining there. Should be great. Really looking forward to it. Performing with a few of my good friends. And uh, yeah, should be solid. Other than that, no. Unless you want to come watch me curl. Stefan? I, I have nothing. Just yeah. continue to vote for your pilot the Amazon project thing, on yeah. Amazon. We, we, like, there's maybe going to be some more news. Like We've been talking two people about it so but okay. which cool I, story, I don't want to like say anything good for you or, or whatever yeah but, that so. might jinx it yeah fair enough we'll see um i'm going to be working for elections canada in the next couple of weeks so i'm nice. i'm going to plug the concept of voting i highly yeah, recommend everyone I do like it that. <laughs> and uh, also i'm going to plug this very podcast if you listen to it and enjoy it which you've made it this far you probably do uh it really helps us out a ton if you not just tell your friends about it but uh, rate us and review us and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, for whatever reason, the iTunes algorithm in terms of ranking things is really dependent on like user reviews. Um, so just slap us uh, five stars, four stars, whatever you feel like. However many stars yeah. you feel yeah. is appropriate. Five stars is good, though. That's yeah, we like one, five. So. Yeah, so, five's good. Yeah. So do that. Without Give us like money, those too. creepy people, you know, how they have that new thing now where like you... You go to somewhere like I took my car in the other day and they're like, oh, you're probably going to get emailed a survey. Just so you know, outstanding is the only rating that's acceptable. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to hear that from you, Chevy. Fuck you. If I thought you were uh, like, if I thought you were slightly agree, then I'll check that on the survey. Okay. <laughs> don't tell me outstanding is the only mark you're going to accept. You're not like go to hell. I don't need to hear that from you. So we're not being that. We're not like, listen, rate us, but. Five stars is really the only thing we're going to accept. <laughs> we don't have bosses. We don't give a shit. If you think it's one star, throw... I mean, if you think it's one star, I'd say maybe just don't even bother. Like, why are you even here? <laughs> yeah. like, if you think it's one, like, probably just don't. You know what I mean? But if you do, fine, whatever. Throw it out there. We don't care. 
Yeah, we'll take anything in terms of rating and reviewing the show on iTunes and also donating to the show at www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow. And, and people that, can join our Facebook page. Yes, we also right. have a Facebook group. We do. So and, look, search for Real Good Show. And it's really funny. It is. There's some good, some good stuff on there. It's been fun so far. Uh, feel free to join in there. But with that, that will do it for this week's program. Our intern is Scott McCord. Our roommate is Brooke Halverson. I'm Justin Morissette. I'm Stephen Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. T-shirts. Tiny losers. Luck. <laughs> Show. I said, because you said T-shirts earlier. Yeah. So I I was said, like, well, I but I was kind of worried. I was like, if I, he might say it because he said it earlier. No, but because we said tiny losers might be the title of the episode. Oh, so, so it's kind of a like book a ending. Cool, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not book ending because we didn't say it at the start. I no, guess. we didn't. It's maybe, like one but we book can end. In, maybe, and then there's like just, a book end in the middle of a bunch of books. And the, you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, yeah, I've, I've seen it. So I've really seen it done before. Content but I think like, because Justin could just edit me saying tiny losers. Right at the beginning. put it at the beginning. And people will be like, what's that all about? And they'll get here. you, my dear. Tiny losers. Take me to the beach. I can feel it. Oh my God! What are you? Why are you? Okay, cut it you. Off. Okay, why are you singing? It's over. Bye. Good night.